Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, and turn on notifications so that you will receive alerts when there are new episodes. Go get it. Grinding for so long, I wake up and chase my goals. I go out and I go get it. How to code, that's all I know. I don't succeed, then I don't breathe. Success, what does it mean? If I conquer all my goals, then I'm living out my dream. Dig deep, go out and get it. Success Chronicles, compete until it's finished. Success Chronicles, go take care of your business. Success Chronicles, it's deeper than just winning. Success Chronicles. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Chip Baker uh, coming to you with the Hangout and Highlight session on the Success Chronicles. A super, super, super excited to have Superintendent Zandra Galvan on with us. Uh, man, an amazing lady, blessed and fortunate to achieve some really neat things. And I'm excited to have her on and highlight, uh, you know, some of the amazing things uh, that she's doing. So first, thank you so much for taking the time to, to hang out with the Success Chronicles. Thank you, Chip. Uh, first and foremost, I just want to say how how I've admired you for so many years for the work that you do and you truly lead. Um, with all your heart. So it's an honor and a privilege to be on your show today. Thank you so much for the kind words. And, you know, those same things, you know, I see in you, you know, just, uh, you know, following you from afar and supporting you and seeing your journey. So many uh, amazing things uh, that, that you've achieved and are doing. And I think it's truly a blessing, truly inspiring, truly motivational to those that you're that you come in contact with. And so just like I was saying, I'm I'm so excited to to have you on because I know it's going to be some gems dropped and uh, some lessons learned and people are going to be better from this. So let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just kind of talk about our journey. So I've had an opportunity to interview you. We did a Success Chronicles interview. Uh, then, you know, we did a interview with your sisters, uh, Sister Soups, uh, mm -hmm. you know, great ladies. And so just to highlight them as well. And then it's I think, you know, that's been a couple years, almost a couple years. But, man, there's been a lot. Hold on. Capital. A lot <laughs> that is uh, has gone on uh, since that time in your world. So just kind of. Talk to us about some of the amazing things, like update us. What's What's been going on since then? Wow. So it's been a while. It's been a few years. And um, it's just an honor and a privilege to be able to do this work. As you know, mm -hmm. um, being a leader in any roles where you impact and influence kids is just an incredible blessing to be able to do. Yeah. Um, the words that we choose, the conversations we get to have, the moments we get to just live in when it comes to kids is amazing. And I, I never take that um, honor or that responsibility or that privilege lightly. And so in that effort over the last few years, you know, a few things we've been able to do right here in Greenfield is, you know, we became um, a digital promise district, the League of Innovative Schools did some incredible work with um, bringing in innovative esports labs. Um, we're on the on the edge of putting in a, um, a million dollar lab with Verizon, um, wow. Just an incredible opportunity for Greenfield kids to just be all that they want to be. Um, real honor to have been invited uh, to Apple Park, to be able to take kids there, to be able to, you know, mix and mingle with the CEO, a billionaire, Tim Cook. You know, that just doesn't happen. And our kids being able to just tell him how in love they are with robotics, computer science and technology aspects that we're able to do right here in Greenfield is such an incredible thing to be able to realize 
that a single conversation can change the trajectory of a child and inspire them to do so much. Um, mm-hmm. And for that, you know, that's just a few of the, the a few of the things that we've been able to do. And and also cutting edge with artificial intelligence, as you know, you know, released just a little over a year ago to the to the American kind of public and being able to work with Google um, apps for education and Google as a fellow. I get to do a fellowship with only 25 people across the nation. Um, I was selected, but it isn't about me. It's about the work that I get to write and collaborate with them to bring yeah. to life things here in Greenfield and being able to take our kids to Apple Park and to Google, the Google Compound, which is only a little over an hour from my school district is amazing because that's what it's all about, preparing them for a future that they get to choose. You know, just just hearing you um, <clears throat> discuss those things, I think there's lots uh, that I thought about. I think that the first thing that came up for me is how cool is that? Uh, for those students to get to experience those amazing things. And I'm going to ask you this question. I know the answer, but I just want to hear you say it. Like, like where where are you from? Greenfield. Let's go. Greenfield, so, California. So, so, so you're the superintendent in the town. I know the answer to this one too. So you're the superintendent <laughs> in the town of where you grew up? Am. I am. I am. I'm a proud man. product of my Greenfield yeah. schools. Super yeah. Let's. Super. Yeah. Let's. Let's. Let's go. Let's go a little bit more into that because, like, um, you know, just hearing you, you know, like I said, me knowing your background, me knowing that you're from there, uh, just, I don't know, the opportunity for the students and families there to see a person that is their person, their own person to be able to bring all of those things. Like talk about how proud you are of that and and how happy that makes you. Oh, wow. So it's so inspiring to be able to walk into classrooms. And and that's something that I do every day. You know, I start my day not coming to the office, but going into classrooms because I want to stay grounded with the beautiful children of this community. Um, And when I get to talk to little Latina girls and little Latino boys, and I see myself in them and I tell them, I am you, you are me. I was that little girl sitting in your chair with big dreams. And in my county, Monterey County, there's only 24 superintendents in a, a community in a county of millions of people. And there's only 24 of us. And I get to be one that leads this district. That's pretty cool to be able to do that. And the dream of being a superintendent for me happened early on in my life. You know, when I was a fifth grader, I was only 10 years old and my sister became a teacher um, in my community here. And so she inspired me to want to be a teacher. And then when I was only in seventh grade, I was only 12 years old. You know, I asked my science teacher about, you know, who's your boss? I want to be that, you know, and and he said, the principal. And I said, no, 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 let's go higher. He's like, okay, the superintendent. I said, what, what, what else? Higher. He's like, no, that's about it because the other people are elected officials. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna come back. I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna be that. So as a seventh grader right here in Greenfield, I knew I wanted to be a superintendent and I manifested it. I spoke it into the universe and made it happen. And so that's what I get to tell the kids in my community about that. Like whatever you want to be, Mm-hmm. Never, ever take no for an answer. And I share my own personal journey about gatekeepers. You know, I'm a light-skinned Latina, but I'm still a Latina. I'm still a Mexican-American that people have notions about 
what we can accomplish in our life. And I don't hide that story. I tell that story because I was not encouraged to go to college, even though I was a triple athlete. I was the ASB president of my high school. I was involved in everything. And I was not encouraged to go to a university out of high school. I went to our community college because that's all I thought I could do. And so I tell you this story and our listeners this story because gatekeeping is real. And now in my position of, uh, of authority, I can make sure that the counselors that I bring into my school district that touch the lives of the students are magic makers and game changers and that they look, the eye, look in the eyes of the children that we serve and say, you can and you will. And we're here to support you in that journey. So cool. It's so neat. Um, <clears throat> again, like I said, for the students to see that, uh, just to see that, like, wait, that's possible for me, too. Yeah. Like, like how, how cool is that? So important. So yeah. important. I love it. And, and the things also that I don't take lightly is I, I am... I am um, a snob, you know, when it comes to what I let come into my district, because I know how important it is. Um, one thing I need to make sure that, you know, everyone's aware of is my district is anywhere from 90 to 95% in any given year of students in poverty. 90 to 95% of students in poverty in my district. So I cannot mess this up and neither can my leadership team. We need to make sure that we bring in Apple, that we bring in Google, that we bring in innovation, that we bring in all of the literacy and numeracy programs that are going to break them free from the cycle of poverty. Like we don't have time to mess around. And every teacher is so critical in the trajectory of their lives. We are designing teachers through the professional development, the mentoring and the coaching that we offer because we don't have time for a year to be a mess up for a kid. They have to be tight. They have to learn everything they need to learn every single year so they stay on track and that they graduate with opportunities to enter into a career or a college and university of their choosing. And so I know that, our teams know that, and how every year matters for the kids. And so when I bring in programs and we bring in programs, they've been vetted and they're really purposeful in making sure that we don't mess this up because the parents of this community that trust us um, are trusting us to do everything with their, their most precious babies. I love that. I think that also <clears throat> now that brings me to not only are you doing amazing things there in your district, in your hometown, with the community, with the students, with the, the, the teachers, staff uh, there in your community, but, you know, you're getting like some amazing awards. You're getting some some really neat, uh, achieving some really neat accomplishments that are like, you know, worldwide, getting some really cool opportunities. So kind of talk to us about, uh, you know, like I know you're president, of, you know, like like you're doing some really cool things. Just kind of talk to us about uh, some of those things that you're involved in. Yeah. So since the last time we, you know, were on your show, a lot's happened. Um, I just um, exited my presidency for CALSA. I had a two-year run with that, um, just ended this last year. And that was CALSA, the California Association of Latino Superintendents and Administrators. I'm all about mm -hmm. elevating people of color and supporting them. Uh, been able to mentor um, aspiring superintendents, Latino, Latinas, as well as um, female 
superintendents to rise to this position because, you know, if I can do it, anyone can do it. And it's just about mm -hmm. mentoring and supporting them. So I get to do that yeah. on the national platform. Um, also just became um, the ALAS National Superintendent of the Year. Uh, what an honor. ALAS is the Association of Latino Superintendents and Administrators from the entire nation. So that was a stinger for me, like just honored and privileged to receive that because it's not about me as an individual. It's about the work that I'm honored to lead here in my district. That recognition wouldn't come without Greenfield and the work that we're doing here and, and people knowing where Greenfield is and Greenfield's on the map on a national level because of the work that we get to lead for kids. And so that award does belong to the beautiful community that I get to serve. Um, and then some other things, um, you know, just being able to be on boards, um, California boards, national boards, and really making an impact and letting our voices be known about the students and the families that we represent. Um, I think, as a Latina and as a person of color, um, it's an extra special lift because yeah. we get to advocate for those lived experiences that we have and for our ancestors who sacrificed yeah. so much for yeah. you and me to be in this space. Like, I don't take that lightly and I can't mess it up because I honor them and I lift them up in the work that I do. And so... I think I saw a, um, a meme, a shirt that I want to buy that I just saw last night. Um, and it says this, dear ancestors, I understand the assignment. That's pretty cool. Dear ancestors, I understand the assignment. I love that. I love that too. And I think, um, you know, one thing that kind of sticks out to me in hearing you talk about your pride from being where you're from or your pride of sharing like the ancestry um just the sense of urgency and being the example right like it's important to be the example so they know that 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 great things are ha can happen and, and will happen <laughs> not just can but no they they will happen yeah. what are what are some of the initiatives uh, that you're working on or things that you're you're promoting to do to continue to have that continued growth and continue access uh, for your people? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thanks for asking. There's so many directions I want to take this, but first I'm going to say that in about six short months, I'm going to be Dr. Sandra mm. Joe. And I'm going to put my dad's name back in there, Zamora Galvan. And there I'm going go. right here to SC, um, go Trojans, fight on family. Um, but my dissertation is what I really want to talk about. And my dissertation is around organizational leadership. And so that's really where I am as a superintendent. I've been doing this work for a bit. You know, this is my seventh year. But we always need to be hungry with initiatives to make sure that we're cutting edge and we're always doing better for the students that we serve in our organizations and never get stagnant and never get complacent. And so my research is going to be about um, interviewing 10 to 12 superintendents across the nation of all districts and sizes that have had success. And the, there's two questions I'm going to ask them, and then I'm going to answer it with some of the things we're doing here in Greenfield. So the first question I'm going to ask them is, you know, what organizational structures have you put into place that have yielded positive student success? And the second question is, what have you done um, with school climate and culture that have yielded positive student success as well. 
So it's really about organizational structures and it's about culture, relationships, people, how you treat people. And Chip, I know you're not, this is not something that is not new to you. How you treat people is everything. How you leave them feeling after they've left you is what it's all about. Because if people believe in you and love on you, then they're going to do the heavy lifting when it comes to the cognitive academic demands of that. So those two questions is what I'm really researching about. And so now I'll take you fast forward to Greenfield, you know, doing this work for seven years, it's time to revitalize our strategic plan. You know, is our vision and our mission and our core values still true today that we set out seven years ago to meet? And is the graduate profile, the students that we're producing for the world still a match with artificial intelligence and the jobs of the future that we have not even yet determined what they're going to be? You know, the, the jobs that the kids are going to have opportunities to become are not the same jobs that we were readily, you know, being prepped for when we went to school, you know, 30 years ago. And so that is real. And so some of the things that I'm doing here in Greenfield with our team and leading is one that I'm really excited about is virtual reality and drones and the science behind coding and the opportunities that exist. And I'm really excited about starting an after-school program that we're going to embed during the day as well, but we're going to start it and launch it so we can develop and cultivate leaders. And that's going to be Girls Who Fly. And that's going to be a club for girls that are going to master science, technology, and mathematics, and really being drone experts that can then go into each of the schools and train other girls. I'm not going to leave my boys behind. But let's just be real with the research in the market. Very few girls are in STEM careers and very few girls um, are engineers by design. So right here, we're going to design girls who have that skill set and are super excited about that. That's awesome. It's good to hear that. I think uh, <clears throat> girls who fly, that's fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, sure. that's fly right there. No, I... um. You know, I'm a big, I'm a big story guy. Like I love to hear stories. Do you have um like a like a story about a cool experience that you've experienced? You know, that kind of has a um a, a a theme or story behind it that somebody can learn from. You have any any of that in your bag? I do. I know you do. <laughs> and it's gonna circle back to just the conversation we've been yeah. having. So here, um, and it's about the impact that we make on the people that we're surrounded with and the people we get to talk to. And so a um, few years ago, I was doing um, college and career day at one of my schools. I was asked to speak about my journey as a superintendent. Um, and I got to talk to a little girl um, in one of the classes. And, and so at the end, you know, we do our talk about what a superintendent is and they're like, okay, yeah, cool. Um, and I tell them about my journey and, you know, growing up in Greenfield, showed them my little house that I grew up in, you know, with only one bedroom, my dad converted the garage, you know, into a couple other bedrooms just to make sure we we had enough for our, our family of eight. Um, and at the end, when I ask, okay, well, there's what I get to do. And I, I you know, I hope you enjoyed that. You know, what do you want to do? So I went around the you know room and it was a first grade class and asked each one of them, you know, what they wanted to be. And they said like a doctor, a nurse, a lawyer, and I get to this one little girl who I still love today. She's in third grade. Um, her name's Ruby, posted about her on social media. And I looked at Ruby in the eyes and she looked at me in the eyes and I said, what do you want to do? And she said, I'm going to be you. 
I said, you are? She goes, yep, I'm going to be a superintendent. And my response was, well, you know what, Ruby, we better get to work. I'll be taking you out to lunch next week so you can start training for this job. Just like that, transforming the life of a magical little first grader, six years old, and already knowing what she wants to do because of a conversation and a presentation that she heard from me. I mean, that's what it's all about. And she hasn't gone away. Every time I go to her school, she sees me and she says, all right, I'm still in it. I'm still in it. I'm still in it. And so I love that. Like, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that yeah. is so good. So good. It gave me chills when you said that <laughs> because it made me reflect on um, also having those people in my life that I could look to, like, despite of the situation we were in or where we were at, like having those people that were the example, having those people that positively poured into me. And then like, wait, like, like you're going to come next week and have lunch with me to, to help me do this, you know, yeah. like, like, oh man. So now like, she's really going to be on it because, you know, like you don't have to take time to do that, but it's important to you to take the time to invest in her. Right. You got a whole lot of other things on your plate, <laughs> but you take the time to invest in her because it's important. And for that, she's going to Ruby's going to give you that in return. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. Just him. Yeah, man. I love that. That's such a good story. I um, I think the next the next thing that I kind of, you know, just in knowing, you know, we were going to be doing this session, I kind of reflected on is um, kind of the way you maneuver and operate. You know, I think, um, you know, giving your heart to things that you're passionate about, but then also taking care of people to help them elevate and grow, too. So within that, I think that that requires some quality relationships. Mm -hmm. So let's let's talk about you know the importance of, of having quality relationships on this journey. Oh, I love that. I'm a connector. I'm a person that is super um, driven by human connection. And that, I mean, when the pandemic hit, I'll just rewind a little bit. That was the hardest part, not having that human connection with others and being able to mix and mingle with people um, and, and just to feel the energy. Um, people say I have big energy. I don't think so. I think I just grew up this way. <laughs> You're laughing. Um, I, I really, oh. I walk into a space hey. that just oh. me. I know, <laughs> but it's so funny that people say that. I really don't because you live through your lens. And yes, I'm a baby of six. You can blame my parents. You can blame my big brother and sister because oh. I was always like, <laughs> can I be, can I be here? Can I be here? Because, you know, I just, I would have got lost funny. in everything. And so <laughs> I think I was by design, babies are extra. Let's just put it out there. When you're the baby of the family, you are extra. Just take a survey. At the next family gathering, you're at, find out who the babies are or or any kind of social oh, gathering. And you're going to see them and they are most definitely. <laughs> so I, I'm not even going to deny it. Um, but with that, I think relationships become so critical. So I want to go in so many directions at this question. But I will say this. Um, by design, my family um, are just really givers and very kind people. And I think I go back to my mother who I just adore, who, you know, as you know, passed away a little over a year ago and is just was my champion and my my greatest um, hero, Shiro. 
And what she did was as we grew up in the church, uh, we gave a lot and we didn't know we didn't have because mom never made it known that we didn't. If she had something, she would give it away. If it was something that a family needed, we would find a way to make that possible. And we would walk into a space and my mom didn't know anyone, but she'd walk out with 10 best friends. And I just saw that my whole life about just what I wanted to emulate. And so how I live my life today is exactly like that. Relationships are the core to everything. The way we speak to people, the words that we choose, the way we give of ourselves in every moment and just be present. When I'm speaking to a child, I'm 100% present. When I'm speaking to a principal and they're unloading on me with some things that are bothering them, I'm 100% present. And so that in itself is why the relationships are. And I will say that in Greenfield as the superintendent, you just don't get to be respected. You have to earn that. And so I will share that the difference um, in my research, I, I learned about power and authority. You know, people are, are, they have authority. You know, anyone in a position of leadership has authority by virtue of the title that's bestowed upon them, right? And so that title is superintendent. And I can do a lot with that title, but I won't be respected by the things I do without the relationship. And so relationships and respect are earned through the power that we are given from the people that we lead. And I am happy to say that I have relationships with the people in my district because of the power that they give me. And that I don't take lightly. And that all comes from relationships. When we walk into a classroom and I ask them genuinely, how's your family? I genuinely want to hear the answer. When I walk into a preschool class and a little girl sees the high heels I'm wearing and she looks at him and I say, you want to wear them? She says, yes. And I take them off and she puts them on and we laugh. When I go to another classroom and the music's playing and we break out into some dancing moves, you know, those are the kinds of things that are super genuine and that the kids are like, oh my God, like we're dancing. Yeah, that's enriching the relationship. It's leading genuinely with every part of your heart and soul. And that's what I learned from my family and how important that is. And that's how I lead my life today. I'm okay with going the extra mile because kids deserve it and our people deserve it. So good. And that those quality relationships uh, lead into lead hership. Yes. Lead hership. Yeah. 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 That's, that's your thing. So, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. So last, last question for you um, before we wrap up the interview, because we are the success chronicles, I have to ask you something about success. Right. So if, if, as we close, if there's like one tip, success tip that you would like to leave, there's someone that would want to be in the shoes of the amazing superintendent of Zandra Galvan, what, what would that success tip be? Oh, I'm going to say something I posted yesterday or today, and it was never hide your magic. Never hide your magic. 
And when I talk about magic, it's the passion within you. As a leader, as a teacher, as a mom, as a dad, because our children are watching. And so never hide your magic to me means live out your life and don't let anyone else define who you are. If you want to be a superintendent, do it. If you want to be a teacher, do it. Map it out. Write it down. Manifest it into the universe. Speak it into the universe and create a plan on how to do that. If you want to start a podcast, do it. There are so many people that you can turn to for advice. Like you're never, ever truly ready. Let's just say that. Let's just say that. You're never truly ready. You're ready when you say you're ready because there are so many champions to help you. I get to mentor women and men across this nation around becoming a superintendent. And there's so many fears around things that they create in their mind that aren't even real, but we're our worst enemy. And so when you realize that you're destined for greatness, you know how important it is to never hide your magic because kids need to see us showing that magic because then they'll see something in them that they can truly be their authentic self. So never hide your magic is my advice to everyone. So good. So good. Well, as we wrap up, as we close, I'd love for you to get an opportunity to share with the audience where they can go follow you, check you out and show you some love with all of the amazing things you have going on. Well, they can find me in Houston, Texas, because that's where I'll be. Just kidding. <laughs> California. <laughs> all right. So in California is where I'm at. But let me give you my social media. My social media is um, at <coughs> ZJ Galvan on Twitter, or now known as X. Um, on LinkedIn and on Facebook, you can find me by my name, Zandra Jo Galvan. And then on Instagram, you can find me at Zan Galvan. And um, anybody who wants to message and hear more about what we're doing here in Greenfield that I can share, you know, only kids have to benefit. So I'm all about connecting with people um, offline and online. Well, there it is again. I just want to say thank you so much for, for all that you do and how you do what you do. And uh, thank you so much for taking the time to do the Hangout and Highlight session with the Success Chronicles. Thank you so much. It's been an honor and a privilege to be with you, Chip, and keep doing amazing things. I admire you from afar, and I know so many other people do as well. So congratulations on the great work you're doing. Thank you so much. And thank you guys for checking out this episode. We'll see you next time. God bless. Go get it.